is the Electile Dysfunction Podcast with Ashton Cohen. Way more interesting than anything you're listening to on NPR. Probably less exciting than what you're watching on OnlyFans. Bruh. We're going to talk about the issues that really matter. Our country, our economy, the Fed, QE, GDP, BTC, NFTs, AOC, the CCP, Cardi B, Ow. Yeezy, Yellow Socks, Iran, Joe Biden's dementia, Come on, man. and probably sex robots. We stand for a free and open debate and exchange of ideas. And if you disagree with anything we talk about, you are a racist and no better than Hitler. What? Let's get started. So over the weekend, we saw a new controversy emerge, which goes to the very heart of this issue of what defines conservatism. And it's really dividing people on the right. It all started on Saturday when a porn star named Brandy Love, who considers herself a conservative, showed up to a young conservative advocacy conference held by Turning Points USA in Tampa. Now, as I often do before I speak about a subject, I did a considerable amount of in-depth research throughout all hours of the night to get up to speed and uh, investigate this Brandly Love person. And apparently she is like the Rafael Nadal of porn. Ranked number one porn star in the world, based on views, I guess, which is quite an achievement. But anyways, Brandy posted a picture of herself at the event on Twitter. But soon after her arrival, Turning Point USA revoked her admission. Turning Point explained that their decision to boot Brandy from the event was, quote, in keeping with its standard operating procedures to not involve porn brands, influencers, or personalities that post or public publish sexually explicit and pornographic content. Turning Point later stated that the bottom line is that it's simply not appropriate for a porn star to be actively posting images and events with 15 and 16-year-old kids present in conjunction with graphic pornography. Okay, fair enough. And I completely understand parents not wanting someone who does hardcore porn to be around their minor children. On that part, I think there's a great deal of agreement. But some conservatives took a step further by castigating Brandy Love. And no, not in the way she usually likes it. <laughs> they further declare that she and anyone associated with porn should have no place whatsoever in the conservative movement or any future conservative conferences. And that, to me, is the issue. Because it's just a problematic position that harkens back to a version of a Republican Party that no longer exists, and for good reason. See, one thing the Trump election made crystal clear is that conservative politics are no longer beholden to the viewpoints of people like Jerry Falwell and the moral majority crowd of the 1980s. Of course, Mr. Falwell is not with us anymore, but it's worth noting even his son and successor, Jerry Falwell Jr., has shown say, a proclivity to do some really kinky shit <laughs> that looks like it's straight out of a Brandy Love porno. It recently came to light, for instance, that Falwell Jr. financially supported a dude who would routinely bang his wife in front of him for several years. Most conservatives understand by now that even the most pious among us aren't exactly sexual Puritans. And just because Jerry Falwell Jr., likes to pay other dudes to go balls deep in his wife while he gets his rocks off on the couch nearby, <laughs> that doesn't mean that he's a bad guy or unworthy of being treated with respect. Conservatives intuitively 
understand the concept of hate the sin, not the sinner, right? That concept doesn't mean that you're sellout. We can both accept people who do taboo or weird stuff in their personal life, provided, of course, that they're not hurting anybody, and still maintain a commitment to our faith or to the empowerment of the nuclear family or to the core Judeo-Christian principles that built this country, such as believing that every person is born with God-given inalienable rights. It's important that people on the right, whether they are conservatives or libertarian-leaning or classical liberals, do not endorse the sanctimonious, holier-than-thou bullshit, which completely subsumes and defines the progressive woke left in this country. Let's remember, it is the woke progressives who orient their entire ideology around ostracizing people for the slightest perceived moral transgressions, demand absolute adherence to a strict moral code, assess the value of a statement based on the characteristics of the person who made it, rather than the content of the statement, and cancels people and ideas which they deem subversive to their race-obsessed worldview, and far more insidious than anything that exists in the Judeo-Christian faiths, the wokesters don't really allow for any repentance. You are judged by the worst thing you ever did, and once you commit your sin, you are to be banished and excommunicated forever. Doesn't sound very nice, right? Conservatives can't succumb to this sort of behavior. And luckily, recent history shows us that they don't really have any interest to. The left-wing national media in this country for my entire life has accused conservatives of wanting to basically run this country like a Christian theocracy. And yet the media is so petty and corrupt, you will never see them give credit to the tens of millions of religious conservatives who put aside their own preferences in terms of the personal characteristics they wish to see in their president to vote for a man who was the quintessential New York celebrity, was on the cover of Playboy magazine, partied and had sex with multiple porn stars and Playboy models, committed infidelity, and has five kids with three different women. Not a single person was under the illusion that President Trump was a choir boy. Everyone knew about his history. And in 2016, conservatives had about 19 other GOP candidates to choose from. Yet they chose Trump. And they chose him over people like Ted Cruz or Mike Huckabee, both of whom were way more socially conservative and fiscally conservative and religious. So why did they do that? People on the right admired Trump's willingness to take on the corrupt media and the radical left, who are intent on destroying every aspect of American society, including its laws, history, buildings, and monuments. They admired Trump's refusal to back down from the typical false accusations of racism and sexism. It's always used, every second in America today, to shut down conversations and put people on the defensive. They admire Trump's unapologetic support for strong borders and economic nationalism, his aggressiveness towards China, and determination to renegotiate the trade deals, which prior elites from both parties enacted, leading to the destruction of American-based businesses and industries. No one understands Ray better than me. And people believed him, and he accomplished a lot of it. And so that's the difference between the conservatives and the woke left. 
It is only because conservatives orient themselves around ideas and not the personal background of the person expressing those ideas that Trump's election was possible. In contrast to the woke, the conservatives are the ones who are willing to provide forums and support to individuals who do not share most of their views. People like Eric Weinstein and Brett Weinstein and Joe Rogan, Alex Berenson, Glenn Greenwald, Barry Weiss. We can go on and on. But all of these people are traditional liberals, and yet it's the conservatives who are always eager to engage with them, while they are repudiated by the woke authoritarians. So we must not allow the conservatives to mimic the pernicious postmodern left, who shun people that don't conform exactly to their lifestyle expectations. Conservatives should be amenable to engage with any person who values individual rights, liberty, the principles laid out in the Constitution, like freedom of speech and due process. And this is true whether we're dealing with Jerry Falwell Jr., who may like to see his wife absolutely railed by other dudes, or or Brandy Love or Caitlyn Jenner. And to the extent we have a problem with the policy prescriptions or lifestyle that someone's advocating, the answer is not to ban them from events, but to have a discourse and a debate. So let's leave the purity test to the woke psychopaths, while those of us who actually value freedom and liberties continue to fight harder than the male performer in a Brandy Love porno to make this country even greater and ensure it has a more prosperous future. If you enjoyed our show, please click subscribe to stay up to date with our YouTube channel and podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts so that we can keep delivering guys some great content. Thanks again, and we will be back next week. Oh, man. And probably sex robots. We stand for a free and open debate and exchange of ideas. And if you disagree with anything we talk about, you are a racist and no better than Hitler. What? Let's get started.